Hello, my soul-seeking friends. It's Shanna. Thank you so much for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. Enlightening conversations with like-minded souls from around the world, sharing their journey of finding their light within, turning pain into purpose, and awakening to their true sense of soul. If you like what you hear, show me some love and rate, like, and subscribe and consider becoming a Sense of Soul Patreon member, where you will get ad-free episodes, monthly circles, and much more. Now go grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Hey guys, it's Shanna. As you can hear, I have laryngitis. So for today, I'm dropping an episode from my friend Alicia Myronic's podcast, That's My Rennie. I joined her as she interviewed her good friend, who also became very special to me, Miss Jacqueline Lafitte. Hi, and welcome to That's My Rennie Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is my Rennie? Well, my Rennie, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives, but what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever? not to mention the lives of others. Now, that's Myrony. Hi, Jacqueline and Shanna. Thank you so much for joining me on Bath Myrony podcast. Shanna, you've been here a few times now, and Jacqueline, this is your first time, so welcome. Thank you. It's awesome. Well, this series, I like to call Shop the Shit Out of Shanna. And this way we get to have it uh, shared on Sense of Soul in addition to That's My Irony because my podcast is a little baby podcast. I, you know, just hit over 10,000 downloads. And here's Shanna at a million downloads. And oh my goodness, girl, just so, so proud of your voice that you don't have right now. Your voice was stolen like Ariel just the last couple of days. So, (laughs) But you just got done saying I was Ursula just last week. <laughs> it wasn't that you were Ursula. It was that I would give it a message of that your voice is so powerful. And so I was actually making the Ursula her voice, you know, like. <laughs> and so it was so funny that you lost your voice like Ariel. So, you know. But wonderful to have you here because there's a very special reason why I wanted to have this episode in particular come out on 522, which we're going to share that at the end. There's a little surprise that I sent you that is in your text message that I ask that you do not open it until I tell you basically to open it. So hopefully this will shock the shit out of you because... Truthfully, this story is so unbelievable and God-driven. And so Jacqueline and I are just going to tell the story of how we met. (laughs) So first off, Jacqueline, you have some incredible things that you are doing where you've been recognized with certain awards, with sharing, which we're all ambassadors of. You are actually a sharing ambassador for humanity. 
which is absolutely incredible. We will get into that. But the award that you just recently won, can you describe a little bit about that? 2022 California Association of Science Educators Science Teacher of the Year Award for Upper Elementary and the pleasure of the Students Project that won that award. And the honor for Science Africa and partnerships them for real for Cherryland Elementary students, fifth graders. And for those that don't know where Cherryland is, where is that? Hayward, California. We're all calling in from different areas. I'm currently in Las Vegas. You're in Alameda, California. Shanna is in Denver, which I'm so excited. I get to meet her and my amazing podcast producer, Michelle Abraham, in Denver on Sunday. It's the first time Shanna and I finally get to meet after how many times of canceling the trip to Denver, Shanna? Like, yeah. But the story for listeners, I share it with my old co-host, Todd, episode two and three of how I started working in life insurance that led to um, working in these churches with this amazing guy. His name was uh, Larry Courtney, who I just found out today that Larry passed away on April 19th. And so I just want to give the most love out to Larry because without Larry, none of this would be happening. So to Larry and his family was like a family to me. He's just the most beautiful soul. And why this was so unique is because I don't know why I chose to do this, but I was very strongly guided to meet with Larry and my old mentor from when I sold cars I just got into life insurance. He's like, you should meet my friend Larry. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, he's almost 80 years old, white Catholic guy, and all he does is work in black churches. Now, there's nothing on the race or anything like that. I just was against religion. I was brought up Catholic. And so for like two months, I was like, what is it? Why do I have to meet with this guy? And so I met with him and we be, I be basically became his little sidekick. I was going around with him everywhere. And so that leads to how I actually got over my fear of public speaking because I would have to get up and give these presentations. So I've learned it's harder to give a presentation in front of a couple people versus 200 people. You feel like all the eyes on you, you know, that sort of thing. And that actually led me to be able to get over my fear of speaking on a microphone. So got to give a lot of kudos to how funny God can be. Because what helped me was get over my idea of religion and being able just to connect to God biblically, to Jesus. As people have heard, it was my deceased father who gave me this profound message that just kept me on my spiritual journey years ago. But the interesting piece to this is we were going to this one big mega church called Apple Gospel in Oakland. There were four of us. We have like a little table and we have people, you know, fill out cards. And Jacqueline came up to where I was at. And I remembered and I put a little star. So I knew because I was the one that would divvy them up to the other agent. And I was like, I spoke to her. So I'm going to continue the communication. Now, Jacqueline, can you share how you ended up getting to Axel Gospel that day? Because you didn't even go to that church at the time. You are a current member now. 
Okay, so here it is. I'm going to tell you this. Okay, so in uh, my life, I had been a cradle Catholic, and I had left the concept of where I was in um, a church that I was a member, St. Benedict's at the time, and the separation in my home and my whole spirituality. So I was like in depression and movement and changing from Catholicism that I left that ritual religion. And my brother, who's an active and my sister-in-law member of Axel Gospel, you mentioned that church, Bishop Bob Jackson, awesome, awesome spiritual leader. And my brother Richard said, I'm picking you up for church. So just like older brother, just get ready. You're going to church with us. So I'm like, okay, pick me up. I like church. But I had been in changing and doing something different. So I heard the presentation and I was thinking, let me get my act together in my mind about what I'm going to do with my finances. I had some 403k. I don't know if I should keep my money there. So my mind is going there. And the offer to, I usually do not feel my name on things for people to call me back. But for some reason, I filled that card out that day. And the person who called back was Alicia. I put her off. Oh, well, I don't need to do that. She wanted to sell me some insurance. Okay, okay. I've been teaching fourth and fifth grade at Dewart Unified School District for 26 years. So I was fine. I was trying to talk about my retirement, you know. So I said, okay, maybe later. And I said, Alicia, uh, look, I don't have time, right? So she said, I can meet you. I said, well, you know, you can come into my classroom. She says, where is it? I said, Hayward. She was right in San Jose. So before I know it, she was in my classroom. And the day she was in my classroom, she had three books for me. <laughs> so to continue that, so when I met Jacqueline at her classroom, I happened to have messages from the masters in my trunk of my car. And I felt this massive connection immediately. <laughs> like it was just a soul connection between us. She was so open that I was like, maybe there's something, you know, that you would really enjoy connected to Dr. Brian Weiss. Thanks, books later. <laughs> and conversations with God and oh my goodness, how many books. The interesting Sorry. thing is that Jacqueline was the first person I connected with after Allie who channeled the messages that everybody can hear with that episode uh, 57 through 59 of this podcast. And the thing that was so interesting is we were meeting for insurance and I happened to mention something about Allie and the channeled messages and Jacqueline had a very, very strong message for me. Do you remember what that was, Jacqueline? Uh, I have so many strong messages that one that you're talking about. She didn't like this. She told me about the message and we connected right off. And God really had some messages for me because he has me giving messages. As a yeah. teacher, that's the gift for me to teach. So God called me to teach. So he told me, go teach. So that he tells me what to say. So when I'm teaching. So in that gift, it was to say some things to Alicia that he had for me to say to her. And she heard and she, you know, you know, I got time for people who don't even want to listen. Oh, Alicia had a loud girl. 
But the message you gave me that night was October 4th of 2018. And there's a reason why I remember that date so clearly. I mentioned how Ali, something happened where our relationship had to go in a, in a separate direction. And Jacqueline says, Ali's not out of your life for the reason that you think. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, who told you that? She's like, God told me to tell you that. I was like, you you hear God, you speak to God. And you know, and after my experience, I was like, another one, thank goodness, because I was so alone in all of this with the messages. And so then eventually poured all the messages into Jack Warren. She was one of the first to ever hear them. But the profound thing is the following day, she sends me this text message that I have proof of because, you know, I take pictures of everything just like you, Shanna. She invites me in a text message to do the Landmark Forum. And I had heard of the forum one other time, actually from my ex-husband's mother, who had done it back in like 2002. And I swear, I never heard of the forum before that. And I just want to share what was said in this text message. I had pulled it up. She basically said, God told me creating the possibility for you and your life through his direction as you complete the Landmark Forum Seminar. So yes, register, I will sponsor you. But the irony is, is that October 5th was my dad's birthday. So getting that sign on that day, synchronicity that led to a irony is because I was in action. I said yes. And I chose to do the Landmark Forum. And, you know, it's a powerful, very profound, I like to say the forum is kind of a boot camp for your soul in three days. Jack, if you want to just share how you describe the forum. Listening to Alicia today in her memory of that invitation, because that invitation had to come from a text from me. And that invitation coming from a text from me for someone who will say, Okay, Laura, why are you asking me to invite this white girl to the forum and sponsor her? Give me a break. I'm t- I looked at her and thought, uh, you don't know I have another life. I'm the sister who's the only black one on the stand. So there's a whole nother story around here. But God told me to do this because that's what he told me to do for Alicia. It had nothing to do with culture. It was simple. And I have shared that possibility with many others but not all people ate the food but what i'm saying is is the transformation that's possible so fifth grade is the the year the age that god gave me to to teach it because that's the transformational years so i was just having you like you know i don't have like children i have people that we can solve problems together and alicia was a problem solver and she just filled in my life in every kind of way. So after she got to Landmark Forum, that's just the beginning of the story because he, we both did. She did. She did the advanced course. She did the other seminars. Then we did the self-expression leadership four-month program. Yes, I did the forum. It was amazing. I did the advanced course, and then after that, it. This is where things started getting pretty interesting because in. 2019 spring of 2019 at one point we were uh, i was guided to invite jacqueline to one woman international they were having a seminar in san jose and charlotte brown who's an amazing woman i've been needing to have her on because she her story is so incredible how she started one woman but it's um 
basically it's a nonprofit that helps uh, have um, build centers and really focusing on women, but giving them what they need for wherever they are in the world. Say like if they needed a goat, you would give a goat, you know, whatever it was that they really needed. Jackal and I went to this and it was on June 15th of 2019. And I'm not very visual. I don't have clairvoyancy. And so there was one point there was a meditation and Jacqueline started seeing sunflower. Do you want to explain your sunflower experience, Jacqueline? So, yeah, I'm a visual person. I closed my eyes and the sunflowers are painted on benches and outside and they were just like all over. Sunflowers, like decorative, all over. So that's where I saw my vision. I was like, it was warm and some beautiful sunflowers. All of a sudden, she started seeing sunflowers everywhere. So we actually got to meet Charlotte Brown. And it was that day that she actually told me how I was meant to be on one woman stage. And eventually, uh, during the pandemic, it was my first talk was on one woman. But the thing that's so profound about this is that it continues to the next part. We were, were in San Leandro, which is kind of near Oakland. And we call it Sermon on the Deck. Because for whatever reason, this beautiful water and, the, you know, we were just walking around and I just started like pouring and I don't know what. It was like a strong hour of just the messages after message after message. And then Jacqueline sat down on this bench and she shared a vision. Would you like to share the vision, Jacqueline? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alicia. Yeah, and so... Well, God told me there are people praying and their prayer is deep. They need the water source to come through their homes. And God said, I need you to go get that water for those people because I want to answer their prayers. Their prayers will be answered. Answered prayers. So I'm like, Lord, what do you, you know, I said I'm this old fifth grade teacher. What can I do about it? He said, I need an army of uh, engineers. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I started seeing water. And I started seeing drills. Go get that water, God kept saying. Now, Alicia, the other part, right around Horatio's is the restaurant. is a, a line of bottle brush trees. And they're in blue right now because I went and looked at them yesterday and I took pictures of those bottle brush trees. And these bottle brush flowers represented drills going into the earth to go get that water because the water is in the water table. God has the water is below us, below those people who don't have their economic stability because they don't manufacture things. So they can't have a system that we have a public system for water. So he said, go get that water. I recall because I was standing right in front of Jacqueline and I could see her seeing the vision of whatever it was she was seeing. And she just said, God's going to bring the water. That's what I feel. Think. Right. Yeah. It was so, it was so powerful. And I was like, oh, wow. And then, you know, meanwhile, I'm being given this message before my mom passed that somehow I was going to win the lottery. Oh, well, Jacqueline would start getting lottery numbers also. How many times did you get lottery numbers that we were playing the lottery? Because we're like, well, how are we going to help all these people if we don't have money? So yeah, the lottery is kind of a miracle. So, you know, like, 
sure, why is it that strange to possibly win? It's pretty interesting. We're all buying tickets and I mean, you got them a lot, didn't you, Jacqueline? So like she said, I had played lottery and Alicia introduced this because of a concept of numbers. So I listened and I learned things about the lottery and how to play it because I didn't even know what to buy, what tickets, you know, and there were these particular numbers. But in this source, in this time of number movement, it was recognizing some number patterns that I was getting to know of Alicia fully, completely. You know, but at the same time, all of these other occurrences were happening around that. So I'm so glad we talked about all those numbers because we got a whole bunch of more numbers to talk about now. Hey, Jacqueline, when God told you that you needed a bunch of engineers, can you tell us what your idea might have been? Yeah. I said I'm a fifth grade teacher. He said that's where it starts. So I teach engineers, students who have a desire to create work on real world problems in the last to uh, last year in this lesson study that I worked on with STEM Rio, we worked on those kinds of projects. The program, Develop Empathy, the project that won that State Science Teacher of the Year award project is now being created through Santa Clara University's engineering department that their students are creating an app with STEM for Real, Marie Gorman, Operation Manager. That's amazing. Dr. Lena Bashi, STEM for Real's founder, Trisha Dennis, the science expert, who is now, I believe, on case for it, and just wonderful projects through that. So, yeah, I didn't know that that's where I was headed, but now, you know, I'm working on my second. I didn't know how to design curriculum, but I'm a curriculum designer now. <laughs> That you are. We're going to get into how that even came about because there's a couple more pieces to the uh, spiritual puzzle that led us to do that next piece. But the thing that the, the next really unbelievably ironic thing that happened, Jacqueline was being offered an opportunity to go to Vegas to learn about this cryptocurrency opportunity with her family. And she's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to go. Well, I had just seen a sign that literally said cryptic in it. So crypto, cryptic, like right before I talked. And I kept seeing all these numbers and all these signs. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And Shanna, you remember the one message. It came out on May the 17th. It says, there is a key and that must be found, despite the deceiver who still is unbound. The key is the answer to that which surrounds the answers inside her, which now are renowned. The task is for honor and grace so profound, but the key that's inside her still needs to be found. Now, I'm just going to say this with Allie's response to that. She says, if I get another stupid column, I'll bury myself in my garden with a squash. Seriously, because it was such a weird, like, <laughs> what is this cryptic, weird column? So I happened to call Jacqueline. I was like, oh, my goodness, Jacqueline, you're the key. And I totally remember this. I was going to the car wash and I see the brushes, like the bottle brush that she's describing. I'm like, what the? And then Jacqueline calls me. But the funniest part about this is she's like, Alicia, will you come to Vegas with me? And I'm like, I, do you remember the message God gave you about that one, Jacqueline? Where God had me call Alicia to tell her she was going to Vegas with me. It wasn't like a request, but I understand. But 
even think about it for me to even say that that was fine the the thing that you told me is that you've got a message you may be the key but unless you bring the lock to vegas what are you going to unlock so here we are this is january january july 2nd and we are now heading to vegas the next day july 3rd and then we're there for the event called Carrot Bars that is now the company known as GS Partners. This was so incredible because it was only because of uh, our now mutual friend, uh, Tyler Spark, who he happened to be talking to me about blockchain, cryptocurrency, and we're hearing all about it. I was like, oh, this is what Tyler's talking about. And it was the only reason I had any clue about any of that. Gwen Stefani performed Fourth uh, of July, like she played for you know a couple thousand people. They were calling it the Gold Independence Day. It was unbelievable. Now this part is really funny because there was this very um, a, a really nice cocktail or hors d'oeuvre party, and so at this point we had just read the book Signs the Secret of the La- or Secret of the Signs <laughs> the Secret Language of the Universe by yeah. Laura Lynn Jackson, psychic medium Laura Lynn Jackson. Jeff, have you read that book? Yeah, no, I haven't, but I thought you were going to say Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> okay, that would be a totally different <laughs> book-off book. Yeah, okay. yeah. But uh, no, Science is Secret Language of the Universe. So she wrote The Light Between Us, which listeners, if you ever want to understand your psychic gifts, that was actually where I discovered my strongest is Claire Cognizant, The Gift of Knowing. Where it seems Jacqueline, you have the clear uh, audience where you hear God. Um, Shannon, you are super clairvoyant. I mean, we all have different aspects of these guests, but like one that really stands out for me is my claircognizance. And so I started trusting that. And because I started trusting it, it kept showing up more and more and more. Well, when this other book came out, which is basically mirroring, paying attention to the sign, one of the parts of it is she have to test her own spiritual gifts. And so one time she asked for what were the oranges or something and yes. And there's like oranges everywhere. Yeah. The whole decor of Abu Dhabi celebration in a courtroom. So the funny thing was is Jacqueline says to me literally just a few minutes, she's like, Alicia, I haven't seen any sunflowers since we've been here. And now meanwhile, there's sunflowers everywhere. Like like everywhere these last like month, I mean, she's co- I have constant messages about sunflowers and sunflowers jumping in a car because I still don't quite understand how they were jumping in the car at Home Depot. But you it, you were rep- it was being represented as God's money. It was really powerful. And so the funniest thing is that we literally stopped because the the cocktail party was between two rooms, and we yet stopped right before we're walking through because you know sometimes people are tunnel vision and i was like oh my god jacqueline look and on the walls were two rows of sunflowers yeah and the sunflower is jumping in the basket because i like to plant things and i was going through home depot in the garden department i was not thinking about planting sunflowers but they're still jumping in my basket not even 10 minutes before we got on i was talking to my neighbor across the street about the sunflowers in my backyard so, so sunflowers became golden, and it was money. So I knew that that was going to be the source of gold, the mineral, in order for me to teach some students to learn to go operate machinery. We have all the technology in the world. 
all we need are people who want to go and get that water for those people because they need drinking water. Well, and that thing gets even funnier because, you know, after the presentation with Parapard, and if it actually being backed by gold at the time, it changed a little bit to this GS partners. But why this is so funny is because Gwen Stefani. Now, would you think Gwen Stefani would have a somewhere over the rainbow kind of theme of uh, of the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> there were literally jumping sunflowers. Yeah, on the finale. It was the most ridiculous thing. Sunflowers all over the stage. Kind of virtual kind of craziness. And they were jumping. Yeah, it was the funniest. I was like, oh my God, they're jumping on. Right, right. And well, God just said, that's money, 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 money. I just posted someone's podcast in their depiction on The Wizard of Oz and how different it was. (laughs) Okay, so now this next piece. So Jacqueline goes, wait, let me guess. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Jacqueline goes to Sedona. She goes on a road trip. Oh my god! And she goes to Sedona, and you know, experiences the vortexes. And she's like, "Oh my goodness, Alicia, God had me buy us something." And I was like, "Oh, really?" And she said, "It has a something about a raven." And I'm like, "Okay." And now, meanwhile, there was a channeled message that had come out. It was, oh, Shannon was actually about Lilith saying going down the wrong path. And I was like, well, I learned how any of my gifts happened originally with a pendulum. Like, why would that be evil when I had this experience with God? And so the funny thing is, is somehow it's listening to Oprah. If anybody recalls in my first episode, I actually said how Dr. Brian Weiss was on Oprah and it, it literally saved me, kept me going. This was my next, like, keep me going because I was at a point, I remember Jacqueline telling me that God told her how we were supposed to do, it's called Self-Expression Leadership Program, the third part of Landmark, and it's known as SELP. And I didn't have the money to do it. I didn't want to borrow any more money. I mean, I was broker than broke. I've also learned to have faith, and if God wants something to happen, it always seems to happen. So this was the sign that allowed me to be like, okay, I guess it's time. Well, again, I was looking for Dr. Brian Weiss to see if there was a podcast with him on it. And I somehow found Al Coelho, the alchemist. And for those that know, the alchemist actually had these two stones that I forget, but they're basically saying a yes or a no. I'm listening to this amazing interview with Oprah, and he basically says how the book is too profound that there's no way he wrote it. He wrote it in like two weeks. He says, I absolutely did not write this. You know, it came through me, but it is not of me. And and meanwhile, the, there was so much traffic. I had to take all these like side roads to get to Jacqueline in Hayward. We were meeting at this restaurant called the Brass Elephant, and which is now actually closed. So the funny thing is, is that we sit down and, and she's, you know, giving me this gift. And what does she give me? A freaking pendulum, an amethyst pendulum with a raven on it. And she had two. And because she said it was a gift from God, I was like, okay, so what I'm doing is not all raw or evil or whatever people want to say. You know, it was just the way I could get these answers. And so I said, okay, well, I guess it's time for us to do SELP. So we ended up doing it. 
in San Francisco. And we ended up meeting all kinds of people that were part of this greater journey. One of them was Ernest White II, who he has an incredible series called Flyber Feathers. And he was my guest. I can't remember exactly which episode it was. But we met him totally randomly from Landmark. But what was so interesting is I knew I wanted to get fired out. How was I going to do it? So that's where the podcast idea came from. And the wheels started spinning. And then Jacqueline was trying to do a different project and her coach was like, you're not doing that. What were you guided to change from? Because your original one was, it was all about creating a community project. So that was, or bringing community in, whatever that is. So what happened with your SELP project, Jacqueline? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to take you back some because I did the landmark forum in 1992. And then years later, I entered to do the Landmark Forum's SELP, Self-Expressive Leadership. But in that program, you bring a project. And I got in, I did some sessions, but I didn't have a project. So I moved away from that. And now I'm giving a pendulum, something I don't use, something I don't do while I was guide. You know, then she says, you brought it up. I think I'm going to do the SELP. And at my head, my dog said, oh, remember that SELP? And I'm like, because I know that kind of work. I'm like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> my whole mind was no. <laughs> you know, I was taking a deep breath about it. But but who Alicia is, you know, uh, she was in San Jose. They didn't have them there. She could do the forum there, the uh, SELP there. I live in Alameda. The one she says, well, I will do it in San Francisco and I can come and pick you up in Alameda and we can go together. And that's like in, in a, what, a Tuesday or Wednesday evening, I got off work, I come here and then she just stayed the night. <laughs> you know, I was like, Lord, you know, I can't do that. I, I didn't want to drive in San Francisco. She said, oh, I'll pick you up. So there's a whole sister, this whole different life that we've you know, become to have these conversations around, uh, you know, what we're talking about right now. Right. And yes, you know, having the signs, the sunflowers jumping up and down. Well, do you remember our first, uh, when we were driving over the bridge to San Francisco, you gave a very specific message. You remember that one? Uh, probably said that alicia i know what we're doing that there are people there that need to meet you <laughs> i had been to little landmark seminars and took my daughters to it since 92. so in that world of what language you're going into and bringing alicia in there as i know that's what was happening all i knew was possibility because that's what they create and god was showing me the possibility because i wanted to figure out how he wanted me to do the engineering thing I knew nothing about a nonprofit, zero. But by the time I was in there a couple of months, I was asking William Wong, I need you to be on my board. <laughs> the final was go get you some board members. So I went back and he said, hmm, I gave him my website that never I had designed. He put to pull it up on his phone. He said, oh, he turned around and he said, uh, Rose, I was like given to his protege. But when we met, they both intimately know my oldest daughter. Actually, they trained her. 
And she was designing my website. She was living in Indonesia at the time. Gabrielle's the one that designed that irony for That's exactly. So my daughter was in Indonesia in her spiritual journey, and we were spiritually journeying, and she was creating my website. And I called her. We won WhatsApp. And I'm like, Gabrielle, oh, I did the assignment. She says, Mom, you could do it. I did the assignment. I, I see this guy, William Wong. And yeah. Gabrielle say, well, I know him. Because <laughs> I met him in San Francisco. I said, well, let's meet. And William Wong is the one who came up with, oh, you don't want to do clean water. You want to do clean water education. Well, and that's leading into the next part of this crazy connecting the dots, basically. So, you know, we fast forward to 2020. We're now in 2020. We finished our SELP projects. We're not finished, obviously, but we finished the course. A woman that we had met at one woman, her name was Tiffany Largi, called me up and invited to come down to learn how to tell your story down in L.A. Jacqueline and I are always doing something together. That's Jacqueline, <laughs> we drive down to L.A. with me. And so we go down there and we end up meeting an amazing guy by the name of Dan McPherson. And Dan is the one that then introduced me to Michelle Abraham. A podcast producer. So anybody who wants to hear that story can hear it on episode four. So the whole point of telling this story is the level of interweaving. I love to say my irony is the divine design that interweaves us together. Well, there's even more interweaving. And so this is actually connected to the conversations with God piece. So now the pandemic has happened. And so it was June 1st. And people were all starting all these Zoom things, right? And so I was woken up in the middle of the night and I was guided to read a specific message and then I was guided to go look at Facebook. And I was like, well, why the heck am I looking at Facebook? And with it was, and I have a picture of this too, and it had Neil Donald Walsh, 822,000 followers. And I was like, what's up with this guy? I had no idea who he was. And then I click and I look them up on Amazon, conversations with God. And I was like, oh, geez. So I ordered the book. I get the book. Jacqueline was probably the first person. You were the first person. I was like, you got to read this book. Because the funny thing is that the language is written almost like landmark. And so, but the thing that I learned in this book was about the action. That if you think too much and not just be in action, you could be missing out on the opportunity. So the funny thing is because of this, whenever being woken up, I I was actually speaking to Tiffany Largi another uh, at 9 a.m. that morning. It was like four in the morning and now 9 a.m. So I'm paying attention. Like, what the heck? Why did I get woken up? And so I was invited to join her, I don't know, a mastermind group or something along that line. I was like, okay, sure. So that is where I met Annette Parker. So Annette is an incredible energy worker. She has her own modality called Vibe. And so she was giving everybody in this group a free Vibe session because she had just recently discovered this modality. And I thought everybody received the session like I did because I it was, it was the most profound experience besides my experience with God. And so I literally saw people falling out of the sky like puzzle pieces, just going click, 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 click. And I knew that somehow I was meant to connect these people. And I didn't know exactly what that meant because I hadn't even met any of these people yet. And 
I remember Jacqueline, when you got COVID, you did a session with Annette and you said how gentle it was. And I was like, like, I mean, like my aura was like stretched around the world and I gave it a giant hug. I don't even know how that's possible. And I was like, you had a gentle experience, <laughs> but I never had that, quite that experience again. I guess I was supposed to be given this one vision of understanding this connecting aspect. But the piece of this that's so interesting is that who we ended up connecting to was not connected to Jacqueline or anything on, on our path. So Annette connected me to her friend, Helen. And Helen actually is the one who I've told you about channeled this amazing biblical cream. Actually, Jacqueline got to try some. But what ended up happening is, of course, this always seemed to happen. I would, I needed a bridge loan. I had just met Helen and I was told to ask her for this. And so she helped me out and I was able to pay her back. But then um, later on in January of 2021 is when I met Dr. Amy McKenzie. Now, what's interesting about this for the listeners is on December 8th of 2020, there was a profound message from an Akashic reading with our dear friend and also uh, definitely my spiritual mentor in the Akashic, Dan Rando, who gave this message from Archangel Gabriel. And it talked about creating this new nation, this love nation. And I was like, you know, again, paying attention. What the heck does that even mean? So because of my loyalty to Helen, I decided to be part of the other cryptocurrency opportunity called Daisy. And then Amy and I are talking and I find out that she was a landmark leader in a sense and had done all this work with Landmark, even worked with Warner Earhart, who was the creator of Landmark. Like, it was so profound. And then I find out that she was actually another leader of this Carafar, that's now GS partner. She was supposed to be at the event we were in a year before. So, of course, I pay attention. So now they have this other thing that they're doing in the crypto space. And so that's how I got to know Dr. Amy and Dr. Theodis Gambit. And that is with Sharing, an incredible nonprofit that's also profitable, uh, known as the 508C1A, for anybody that's interested in learning how to make passive income. We have, I, as Jacqueline, as a Sharing Ambassador for Humanity, I am Sharing Brand Ambassador connected to Myrony for Sharing. And so everything that I do, I include Sharing with it. Because this is a way we're able to make an abundant lifestyle and really be able to fulfill our passions and our mission in this life. And so what's so incredible is I'm on this other path. I'm doing all this work with sharing. And then I introduced Jacqueline to them and Theotis because on here, we, you know, a personal relationship, we're trying to drop the Dr. Gamut. Jacqueline, we are calling Theotis the baby Yoda, where he's been stuck in his egg for 40 years. You know, he was given this profound vision of God. Now Shanna's become baby Yoda too, because she hasn't seen the same things that he hasn't seen. So either has Jacqueline. Yes. Oh God, I'm having way too many baby Yoda. That I was always calling myself baby Yoda. But it's so funny because like Jacqueline was in a position where to possibly help 
by becoming a donor that's now known as an ambassador. And she then is going back to Vegas for this one opportunity. And I was given the message, go to Vegas with her, meet them in person. And so I had just gotten this remote sales job all because of the chair that took me out. If anybody wants to hear that, that was episode 75 that I explained how I was divinely taken out by a chair so that I could not be able to move. So I had to look for remote sales work and then I was able to go on this trip. And then it leads to me going to Puerto Vallarta that then led me to San Diego that then led me to working really directly with sharing to then become a brand ambassador. But the piece of this that's so funny is just looking at how the heck all these pieces kind of come together. And we just trusted in what we're being told, but we're only told like a little chunk of each one. So it's like the level of the miracle of how we came together. I mean, isn't that crazy, Shanna? Much like my journey or anyone who is present with, you know, the signs and synchronicities and the myronies all around you. I mean, even just Jacqueline and I. Oh, geez, Louise, let's go to that one. That one, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. We're in a group, quite a lot of people. I think you hadn't talked to Jacqueline in a while. Yeah, it had been a while. And it was only because I knew of your private podcast that you did about going back to your roots. So, yeah, I, that was the only reason I brought up that you both were from Louisiana. Yeah, and then I heard her tell a story about being a teacher and that one of her students said, Miss Lafayette, and I said, wait, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> right, you did. Well, Alicia told me, oh, I want you to meet some people and I've already told them a lot about you, so I need you to meet them and would you join it soon? So I was just joining. I was just joining. And yes, you did. What's your name? Uh, yeah, well, I will say Miss Lafitte, I'll call myself out, and you did. Yeah, I think I probably even put myself on mute real quick and ran and grabbed this ancestral book that someone had done a few years ago. And sure enough, Jacqueline and I are definitely related. We're cousins. We definitely have same <laughs> ancestors. <laughs> like, yes, we do. You cannot make this up. Again, I found Shanna from Instagram because I was guided. I mean, the story that we share on, well, on your podcast on 2-22-2021, and then when you helped uh, celebrate, God, I wish I remember what number it was, uh, for 4-22-22, the anniversary of that, like, we have definitely been divinely guided to connect. Now, the, the last part of this story, and of course, we can always go deeper into it because this is this was pretty surface and it was still very deep. Don't you both agree? Like, it's a convoluted, crazy story to tell. And so I hope the listeners were able to keep up with the crazy twists and turns. But this is why I was begging you to release it on your episode of 522 because I kept seeing the number. This was in 2019. So this is before we went to Vegas. I kept seeing the number for a month, 522, 522. And the number that I know, it's 422. 
Oh, and I do want to say the 722, I started seeing that number too. 722, 722. I'm like, what the heck? And, you know, I have this profound experience. But this 522, I actually like to describe it as a number or a manifestation. So my earning money is mindset in motion leads to manifestation is what I just recently came up with. And for I, I do a workshop for sharing to be able to share Basically, my earning money is God's money. And so we can look at how does this money appear sometimes? And so in this case, I had just helped a friend with $500 and I had a commission and I, I was supposed to get the commission and then I lost the commission. But Shanna, I now want you to pull up the picture and I want you to so tell the listeners what is the gate? What does it say? And this is why I asked you to please release for 522 of 2023, because all of this is connected to God's money as my earning money for us all being connected to this incredible organization sharing. Yep. So what is that? Wow. So this is a check from Jaguar Lippy to Alicia for $500 on May 22nd. That was an idea. I'll let you know. I'm thinking of you. This was a little note to help brighten your day. A gift from God. Love, Jacqueline. Yeah. I have a few thumbs. All over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we shocked the shit out of you. <laughs> so awesome. I just pulled up because uh, we also connect in an Alicia connecting numbers. And when she came to my house the first time and saw my car, she watched me sit up. <gasps> Jacqueline, you got 22 on your license plate. Yeah. Zero. So she just said that you're one of this. So we connected this with biblical. So if I could just read Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. That's 5.22. Beautiful. The fruit of the spirit. Yes. Now, can I can I read a scripture as well? Yes. So Revelation twenty two two has been coming out for me a lot, and it also talks about the fruit. It says, "In the middle of the streets and on the other side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding twelve fruits for every month." The leaves of the tree were the healing of the nation. Yeah. Amen. Amen. For sure. I don't know for the listeners how you can't say that this is not divinely guided. If you don't want to thank God, I use God for as love with an awesome sense of humor, breaking them out of the box, just in this one way of looking at religion. But don't turn away from the holy text. Don't turn away from the Bible. Listen to what your heart and soul says and finding your own relationship with God. And the beauty and the wisdom in the holy text is just so profound. And we just were able to connect all of that. And that's my irony. And that's divine my irony. And I'm just so blessed and honored to know both of you and like all my soul sisters. And you guys are literally so you not be sisters but your cousins <laughs> yeah so yes. blessed to have met the both of you um my daughter's about to have her continuation of fifth grade next oh, 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 o
Well, on that note, I want to just say thank you so much for joining us. Jacqueline, how can listeners connect with you if they're interested in hearing more about your amazing curriculum for water that you've created and STEM education? What's the best way? Well, actually, stemforreal.com, the website, and you can go in there and find uh, my podcast there, too, from the curriculum we developed. I'm with uh, Hayward Unified School District, Jack Lafitte, and gmail.com. I'd like also to ask listeners to look for me at Who's Who. Because in uh, 2020, I was featured in Marquis Who's Who. And just the concept of who it is that God has for humanity. Because what we want to do is build for humanity to build and that's what sharing is that's h-a-r-i-n-g sharing hope and rebuilding into national goals you know so i'm gonna change that latin and say um global goals but national goals and global goals love it and meeting dr dammit theory I met him on the same Zoom when I met Shanna, and he was talking about having the possibility to help you where you are so that you can help someone else. And I was about to go through a divorce, and I wanted to own my property, and I own a triplex here in Alameda. And my daughter, her husband, four grandchildren live up there in the unit, and I wanted to own my property. And he says, we'll help you find the financing, and then we'll show you how to pay it back. I'm like, really? She says, well, if I help you, you can help somebody else. I say, really? And every time I called the others, they were building their things, so they're getting ready to launch in September. And each movement that we made, every time I called him, I felt better. <laughs> and guess what? I got a loan. And I'm thinking on it, right? We'll figure out ambassador. Are we gonna pay that? I'm gonna buy another properties and stuff. And also, he said, help you. So is they helping me to get through this? They did. They'll help you. They'll help you with your personal thing, so that you can help somebody else. Because that's what we need to do. We need a leg up. Yes. We need to help that person. We're not trying to run over somebody. We just want you to come in and let's help you. And sharing has a multitude of everything diverse in order for you to, you know, get into, especially education. They actually consider themselves an education platform. And really, it's about bringing abundance to you and your family so that then you can bring it to your community, that then you can bring it nationally and then internationally on the global level. So for anybody that's interested in hearing more about sharing, uh, we'll have it in the show notes. Yeah, you can go to prosperclub.com. That's where, um, Shanna, you put your link connected to it with Sense of Soul. But we'll definitely be talking more about sharing because as advocates and ambassadors, we, that's what we're here to do. We want to just share so everyone can really, truly prosper. Shanna, how can, well, you're putting this on your podcast, so I just know it's mysenseofsoul.com. Thanks for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. 
And thanks to our special guests for joining me. If you want more of Sons of Soul, check out my website at www.mysenseofsoul.com where you can work with me one-on-one or help support Sons of Soul podcast by donating to my coffee fund. Thanks for listening.